Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. I hope you're excited about your week. I hope you're excited about your Monday, uh, September's toast. So listen, you've got three months to get it done. And things shut down in America probably just before Thanksgiving. It's harder and harder to reach people on the phone. So you need to get whatever you need to do, whatever you were hoping to have done in 2020, you need to start on it and finish it now. Um, There's no reason why you can't. Certainly COVID has slowed things down, but it hasn't uh, uh, impeded everything. I know more than one person who's gotten a promotion, new jobs, um, all kinds of stuff. They're not moving to the new job right now, but they've gotten the new gig and they're getting the new gig salary. So listen, people need to stop making excuses and stop reading all these headlines and thinking that they're completely accurate because they're not completely accurate for everyone. You know, we're not having this giant collective COVID experience. Obviously, half the country doesn't think it's going to do anything. It's not a big deal. And the other half is you know, washing their hands and uh, doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, even almost going extreme. And it's this is going to be our life. This will be our lives for the next year or two. Um, this We failed to contain it. Uh, and it, it was a, a disastrous failure of leadership. And I blame both Democrats and Republicans. I am sick of both parties. <laughs> I'm an independent moderate. And I just, I really wish there were a third party that could win. I want somebody who could actually win. And I'm tired of these people running as Democrats or running as Republicans, and they're not. You know, we need a really good centrist like Obama. And a lot of people didn't care for his presidency, but I didn't really have a problem with it. If he hadn't lost Congress, we would be in much better shape. And and that's the thing. It always seems like dem- uh, the Democrats just cannot fight back, you know. And all of this is ultimately is an epic battle between baby boomers. That's our problem. You know that, right? They are the giant generation that's running politics. And they are taking their fights that they've had for the last 50 years <laughs> globally, you know. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I've read some, uh, some articles about politics and that generation. And I mean, they really are super extreme. Half of them are super wealthy. Uh, another chunk of them are, are dirt poor and will be working until they, uh, um, you know, expire, you know, and you can't divide it up by race. There's not a lot of data on the racial breakdown. It's just, it's just the boomers versus the boomers. Um, they they come in a lot of extremes. Some of them are are super independent, and uh, others are super uh, needy and need someone to approve all their decisions. It's really fascinating. If you get a chance, you should Google politics and baby boomers. There are a lot of really fascinating articles about their generation and how their their issues with each other, you know, the hippies versus the college kids, that kind of stuff. It goes back to the 60s, you know, and the neocons, all of that, all of this whole storming of Bill Clinton's uh, presidency by the neocons, 
all of that goes, that's all baby boomer shit. It's, we're really witnessing grandma and grandpa fighting. And it's, uh, you know, I'm ready for that to be over as well. I, I can't wait for a uh, Gen X moderate to hit the hit the presidency. I mean, that, we had a glimpse of it with Obama, but he's not really a Gen Xer. He's in that no man's land in between boomers and X. So anyway. I'm just ready for a grown-up who knows what they're doing and who isn't afraid to hurt people's feelings. My goodness, I am. There is some crazy stuff that's going on in the world, and I think people also have too idealized a notion of what politicians can do. You know, so you've got people wanting answers to come from outside of themselves, and then they want somebody to do it quick and uh, don't make me sacrifice anything. <laughs> <laughs> just fix everything and don't sacrifice anything. I mean, it, the 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 justice that they've nominated, the Democrats are pretty certain they want to go after Roe v. Wade, which I, I've been hearing that since my whole lifetime. Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade. Um, I don't know that that'll be the case, but I know they definitely would probably gut Obamacare and really get rid of it for good. Um, so I don't know. I think you should vote. I think you should pay attention to what's going on in your democracy. Too many people are checked out and feel disenfranchised, and I get it. But, you know, a broken system is better than no system. You definitely don't want to get out here and have to uh, only eat what you can kill. And I mean that figuratively, people. Um, Yeah, that's not the world you want to live in, you know. So... Pay attention, vote. I'm not sure what people are talking about not voting. That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, If you got something you need to wrap up, you need to wrap it up now because we're about to get into the last few months of the year. At least this craptastic year is moving quickly. That's all I can say. I mean, it's not like we've had to... um, It just doesn't feel like the days are dragging on. I mean, it's moving pretty quickly. Um, And we're at the end of September. So, like I always say... If there's something that you had planned to do, don't let COVID and uh, the the differences in our schedule change things. You've got to keep pushing because there will be a day when COVID is over, you know, and you're going to sit up and be like, well, I could have done this. Don't be that person. You know, I tell people all the time, the, the high road and the road of, of doing the, the extra work is empty because people don't want to work that hard. At the end of the day... You got a part of the problem with our country is everybody wants something for nothing. And that could be a range of things. But it's basically the whole quote that uh, first heard it from Will Smith, but I'm sure someone else said it, which is everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Everybody wants to cure their diabetes, but they don't want to stop eating ice cream. So, you know, full sugared ice cream with cookies. You know, and it's like, that's not the way the world works, you know. And if you're on some next level shit and you can and you believe in epigenetics, look it up, EPI genetics, you know, and you can make that happen, then okay. But most of us aren't next level. Most of us are pretty basic and we believe pretty basic things. (laughs) And we don't believe we have any control and we're a victim of everything. We're a victim to our genes. We're a victim to our circumstances. We're a victim to white people. We're a victim to men. We're a victim. We're a victim. 
And victimhood is not the language of victory. That's not how you win. And I'm not saying these things aren't real, but they're not everything. You can't give all your power to your belief of being a victim of something. If you give all your power to that, that's just going to keep reproducing itself. Whatever you believe is like putting it on a copy machine and hitting copy. If you believe that you're a victim of whatever, it's just going to keep reproducing it because that's your belief over and over and over again. And then you'll get triggered. You'll go out in your life and you'll start living and then there'll be a trigger and then it'll start copying it over and over and over again again. You know, so you have to really pay attention to how you are in the world and what you believe, what you believe about yourself, what you believe about other people. You know, um, those people who are always bitching about nothing goes their way. You know, that self-talk that maybe nobody else hears. You got to pay attention to that, because if you believe that, then that's why your life isn't where you want it to be, because you don't believe it should be. You don't believe you deserve it because nothing goes your way. I mean, I've heard people say stuff to themselves and I'm like, God, that sounds so mean. I would never talk to myself like that. In fact, I've corrected myself talk before. I've said something that was like, I thought rude as fuck to myself. And I was like, hey, (laughs) in all of my head, hey, don't talk to me like that. And I'm sorry. (laughs) But it's true. Yeah, I did it. And it because those harsh words have an energy attached to them and whether you're trying to send that energy out into the universe or not it 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 has a ripple effect and you can feel it I felt uh bad I made myself feel bad like who don't do that who wants to live like that so then if you're walking around making yourself feel bad then you know anybody can make you feel some kind of way and and most of the time somebody will walk up to you and talk crazy and you'll feel like that's okay you know, a lot of people are upset about this uh, Tory Lanez record going. I'm I'm ashamed to even know these people. I, I feel like I'm too old to know this, but I do. I don't listen to this music at all. But apparently he released a record and it's uh, number one or something. It's super hot. Everybody's loving it. Well, two months ago, he allegedly shot his girlfriend in the foot. She came out on Instagram and, and spilled the tea. She would not spill it to the police because she didn't want him to get shot by the police or whatever lame that's lame if you're coming out as a victim uh you need to tell the truth uh who's gonna stop him from going around shooting somebody else that he's having a disagreement with especially someone he claims to love and be with come on so anyway she spilled the tea that he shot her in an argument and and, you know she felt some kind of way about it because he kept pretending like he didn't do it uh so now his record's number one and and people feel in some kind of way like how can you listen to this dude's records and I'm like that's great I think it's finally time that women realize hey these guys have been talking crazy to us and about us for decades in some of this music and you need to have a standard but at the same time it's like that whole industry the whole music industry is like that I can't hardly listen to music now you know the only person I would be super shocked that I, to find out that they low-key abuse their women and treat them terribly is Drake. Because Drake seems like he he actually really does love women. But a lot of this music that claims to love women, they really hate women. And you can tell. And there are a lot of men out here who think they love women. But they just love having sex with us. They don't really love us. 
They don't love being around us. They don't want to hang around us. <laughs> they don't like the way we are. Um, yeah, it's deep. So a lot of people are feeling some kind of way on Twitter about this dude's record going number one. You know, we need to have the standard where we respect each other all the time. And I think, and I'm not playing the victimhood card after I just talked about it, but I think a lot of times with, with women of color, especially black women, you know, we, we've not only had to fight for respect from the world, we have to fight from our partners. We have to try to make our men respect us. And, you know, it's no secret. There's a lot of brothers who don't want to date sisters. They don't want to marry us. They don't want to partner with us, you know, and I think that's a thing. So, yeah, I grew up in the 70s where, you know, the, a king was a black man and a queen was a black woman. Now, I don't know if it always worked to perfection. I don't know that I saw a lot of relationships that I would want to emulate, but that was the vibe. That was what you were aspiring for. I mean, I hate that uh, Bill Cosby turned out to be this monster. And I believe the victims, by the way. Um, I just hate that because the Cosby show was so aspirational and it really... um, sent home for a lot of people in my age group and in my middle class background that set the blueprint like yeah we can both be successful we can both work we can both be invested in our children we can both have a happy life and you know the fact that the show can't come on and you can't think about him being a rapist uh god it's a a huge blow it really is a huge blow to our culture and i don't think people uh realize how how big a vacuum that creates because he impacted and influenced millions of people and and made people believe even non-black people that this could happen because that was more my reality than any other show that was on I mean we weren't quite the Jeffersons but they also came from the ghetto um and then good times was in the ghetto like that none of that was my childhood I was definitely a middle class kid so yeah I don't know. Anyway, that's where my mind is wandering this Monday morning. I hope that you guys are focused and excited about your your rest of your 2020. It's been a good year for a lot of people. Yes, it's been different. Yes, it's been uh, very strange and, and sad for a lot of people uh, and difficult for a lot of people. But these kind of times come up, you know, because none of this is a surprise to God, as Joel Osteen would say, right? None of this is shocking to God. This is the plan. So if you lost your job, it's time to reevaluate where you were working. Were you happy there? Was that even something you wanted to do? You know, uh, if you had to shelter in place with somebody you can't stand, you were dragging your feet. It's time to, it's really time to leave that person. Uh, it's not healthy. You all aren't happy. And now you got the proof. So I think there's, this is a time of change and transition. And also don't forget transformation. But change hurts and people don't like it. Healing hurts. I've had to heal. And the whole healing process is painful. It's it's uncomfortable. You know, people just want to be healed. Again, you want the end result. You don't want to do the work. People want to be healed uh, without having to go through the healing process. The healing process is uncomfortable. You know, so this is what this is. This is a time of transformation. And you can come out at the end of this better than you ever thought you could be no matter what your situation is i know that to be true 
So take this Monday and launch yourself into the rest of this year so you can catapult yourself into where you really, really want to be in 2021. And that's possible. And I'm excited. I'm excited for myself. I'm excited for you all. And uh, again, thank you for the likes, the subscribes, the follows, the shares, all of that. It's dope. I super appreciate you. I love doing this podcast. I love sharing this time with you and these thoughts. Um, So, yeah. And thank you for the reviews. Go ahead and keep uh, the four or five stars. Five stars is awesome. Uh, That's what we're going for because I'm giving you the truth. My version of it anyway. And, And I don't have an agenda. I'm not trying to elevate myself in any way uh, on the backs of my listeners. Um, Do I want to get paid to do this podcast? Absolutely. But I'm not trying to exploit you. I don't have an algorithm uh, trying to lead you down a path that you don't belong on. I try to give you what I think works for me. It's nourishing. I'm a happy person. I've got a good life. And it pains me to see so many people struggling. And it's like, they're not going to teach us this shit in school because it's almost no money in us being happy on mass. The money is in us being depressed and they give us pills because Big Pharma uh, got a pill for everything. You know, there's no money in us being joyful. There's no money in us being forgiving. There's no money in us uh, really, truly letting our guards down and, and falling in love with ourselves as humans and the human experience. And when you fall in love with yourself... You're going to fall in love with everybody else because that's how it works. But there's no money in that. The money is in us being mad and angry and inflamed and pissed and frustrated and uh, never getting over shit. So that's not my brand. That's not what I'm into. And I know if you've listened to any number of these podcasts, you know that's not how I get down. I'm all about finding finding your place in the world, standing on it. And, and and spreading the love and the joy to other people in your life because we all had the same problems. And uh, it's just about looking at them differently, you know? And I believe in us. I really do. I believe in the best of people. But I also know that some of the not great people are some of the worst people you've ever seen in the world. And you have to be on guard against that as well, you know, because some people don't want to be saved. So don't waste your time saving somebody who intended to drown because that's they're never going to (laughs) not try to drown. You know, so you got to be healthy enough to recognize who you can save and who you can't. And uh, more importantly, save yourself and wash your damn hands. I'm ready for COVID to go away, but I do believe we got another year or two of this. Because who who is going to be in the first group to get vaccinated? Not me. <laughs> no, thank you. There's no telling what they're going to put in that thing. Mm-mm. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see. Until then, I'm going to wash my hands and work on my immune system and, and uh, think positive thoughts and uh, wear my mask. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's the key. So anyway, I hope all is well. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. I've enjoyed this time with you as as usual. And again, keep uh, subscribing. The podcast is on Twitter, at Mad Love Podcast. I have way more listeners than I have followers on that. So if you want to help a sister out, I would appreciate it. Please be good. Please have a great day.